G'day, everyone, and welcome to the Insight MBA show. This is The Chase Down. I am your host, Matty G, and we are talking about week 17. It is a week in two parts. Much like if you go to the theater, there's an intermission, and the intermission in week 17 is the NBA All-Star Weekend. We'll break down that impossible injury news and some implications into that one. All coming up to you. And also, more importantly, is some really public service announcement shit for the run home to your fantasy playoffs because they're not too far away. We're going to talk about them right up after this. Welcome to the Ultimate Super Coach and Fantasy Sports Show. You are now listening to the Insight Fantasy Sports Podcast. I guess the biggest news out there today is like, let's just do NBA update because this is one of the most weirdest situations we've had in a while. Isaiah Stewart, Andrew Eubanks have come chest to chest uh, at the game today between the Phoenix Suns to to inoculate. Like, okay, I'm not going to say that Isaiah Stewart is innocuous because we've all seen the bullshit with him and LeBron James for a couple of seasons ago in the NBA. But Drew Eubanks must be the most unsuspecting looking guy to be in a punch-up altercation randomly as he's about to play a basketball game that I know that I've ever seen of. But apparently you can hate people and their names can be, yep, Drew Eubanks because Isaiah Stewart and him have had a few, a bit of a stash up and then they've ended up with a punch on police. Police have had to separate them. Isaiah Stewart's had to be charged. And the big question on everyone's lips is because he saw minutes today, is James Wiseman an ad? Well, newsflash, people. I'm pretty sure they're stuck with him for the Pistons for the next four years, Isaiah Stewart. So I don't know how you can get out of that contract like for being a shit bloke and punching a guy. And we've all seen this kind of shenanigans happen before. But look, he didn't play, obviously, in today's game. James Wiseman rolled out there for 12 minutes, went one from three, and did pretty much jack diddly squat. He was actually a negative 28 on the floor. So no, you do not pick up James Wiseman is the big news. The news is still Simon Fontecchio again today, seven from 15. He continues to be an asset. The only one assist and one rebound. The two steals were nice from him today in that one. But Fontecchio has been the ad, and Asar Thompson has been the pickup more than anyone else in Detroit. This is going to continue to only service him in ways you can. 14 points, seven rebounds, a block, two steals today. Absolutely huge for the man, Asar Thompson. We love what that's on. Now, I guess it's a little bit hard to see when you think about NBA basketball. We've been so good at having it for days and days and days. And then we look at this. We see today's massive 13-game slate, 26 teams across the NBA played out. Look, we're all winding it down for the all-star break. And then we're going to pick it up again. The big news is as well that Desmond Bain has been a strong. We're going to talk about him in a second, but there's only three games tomorrow. So we will preview them in a second, but we're going to talk strategies for all-star break. People get a bit antsy. People want to do something. Where's where's my NBA? Where's my NBA fix? So this first and foremost is I probably should play a bit of a hot tip. Should I play the hot, hot, hot? I will because I think it's a bit of a hot, hot, hot tip. I will do it. And also I just like it. And I know that when Skitty from the Inside Podcast Network listens to the show, he's going to absolutely demand that I play the hot, hot, hot film clip so he thinks of Kelly Oubre. Hot, 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 hot. Yes, indeed it is because the hottest tip that I can give you is this is know your NBA trade deadline. But Matty, it's passed. 
it was it was just last week. You did a whole show about it and who to pick up and who not to pick up about it and who was good, who was yeah. No, no, your NBA trade deadline because it might be different whether you are on fan tracks. Some leagues, like I am in one analyst league, we're in playoffs right now. We are in a three week semifinal slog. It is an endurance race of fantasy. Literally, we started last week in a two week or two weeks ago in a two week quarterfinals lot. We've done that one. I've made it through to the semis in this analyst league. But because week 17 is in two parts, it's in two weeks, we played over two weeks, there's an extra week added on. You could be in the third and your trade deadline has well and truly gone. That, that, that ship has sailed. I actually, funnily enough, know another league that the trade deadline, it's in a three-week playoff similar to this right now. I'm not in that one. It's a three-week playoff period from right now, but the trade deadline finishes after the All-Star game on Monday, our time, Sunday, US time. So that night, clicks over midnight, and their trade deadline in that league is dead. Like, that's insane. These people are in semifinals, and you can make trades to not only just win your semifinal, but win your final. That's crazy. But it could be your default settings. So my public service announcement is this. Jump on in this dead time, before your three games, after your three games. Check when your NBA playoff schedule is for your playoffs. Double check when that's set. And double check when your trade deadline is in your leagues. Because this could be the time to make your major moves. Listen back to our podcast the other night. Check out the recent one. We call it the, we call it the pickup. Mally and I do it every Tuesday night. It airs Wednesday morning in the US. You can get it on, on Tuesday Tuesday morning in the US, Wednesday morning here in the in, in Australia, uh, wherever you are in the world. Make sure you go back and check that one out. And also like and subscribe to all things at Insight fantasy sports, especially if you're into other sports like in Australia, you're into your NRL or your AFL. We are the home of all of that. The NBL is reaching a triumphant climax. So make sure you get onto that one and also jump into our discord because our unlimited membership is now on. It's only 25 bucks for an entire year and it covers you for all sports, NBA for the rest of your season, uh, NBL next year. But this year, well, we're about to have AFL and NRL. Then we roll into BBL season at the end of the year. It covers you for all that. The link is in the description below. Make sure you take advantage of that and use that and get into Insight Unlimited. But yeah, this is the thing. You want to check your settings in your league, whether you're ESPN, Yahoo, or Fantrax, to see when you can make a trade because people do get jonesing. Check out those guys from the show the other night. We were bang on with one Mr. De'Aaron Fox. We've spoken about it today. We said act quick because that window for him was going to slam absolutely shut. He put up a 40-piece yesterday, and today he follows up with a 38-8 and eight game. Yeah, you could have bought low if you listened to that pod the other day, or if you were just in the fantasy no. Make sure you check out that Unlimited because we do get the whip, and he was written in that one as well because he was a buy low guy. He was outside the top 200 fantasy players in the last week, and people start to get antsy for a trade. Now, God forbid that the last two games for Swiper were horrible. And you listen to that pod, you could have even got him for a little bit cheaper. But a guy bounces back like a 40-piece and almost a triple-double today on, two, on a back-to-back slate for the Sacramento Kings. You're not going to be able to buy a low on him anymore. But you might be able to make some other moves. Guys, other other buy lows like like a Jalen Brown out there or guys who aren't playing like Jimmy Butler who's had some personal loss in the family and who isn't active. People start to shape up 
who they want to have in their teams come their fantasy playoffs. You need to know your deadlines. Check your league settings because you're otherwise you're twiddling your fantasy thumbs for the next few days. So the core message of this podcast is make sure you're doing that because you could change your fantasy destiny quite easily by making a tactical change right now. Also start to lean into your punts. Where have you been winning? Like you've got by this point 16 weeks in most leagues. You've got 16 weeks, actually in all leagues to be fair, 16 weeks of history. What's worked for you? What hasn't? When you made a trade this season, did you get what you needed? Did you get what you were hoping for in that trade? Are you still taking that with you now? Because let's be honest, your window is shutting, guys. Like all girls, regardless of gender, fantasy players, let's let's call you managers. Fantasy managers. Like when is it? When is your league settings? I did a pod with Dan Titus at the beginning of the season. He's like, good managers are going to be wrapped by week 21, 22. Now, if you wrap by week 21, 22 right now, you're in week 17, which means that you enter your fantasy playoffs after this fortnight, you have two regular games, like two regular blocks to go. And then it's money making time. And if you're in a cash league, there's money on the line, people. There's money on the line. You're in week 17. You're about to have time with no games until next week. Like this is a, this is a respite for NBA players. This is their rest time. While they rest, you need to be hard at work figuring out some tactics to, tactics to make some moves in your leagues. So really f- drill down into your punts. Are you punting field goal percentage? Who can you go after that's been hot? Look at form and opportunity. Also, it could be time to start to fade some of the guys that you know that some of those posts, like post all-star break shenanigans can take on. This is your time to move those guys. Look at your leagues, look at your settings and get involved in that because there's a lot of guys out there right now who haven't been training in the right direction. I mentioned Jalen Brown earlier. Another guy who I actually loved earlier this season, Alperen Shengun. He has been down lately. You're looking at guys like this. You're looking at guys like, not De'Aaron Fox anymore, but we're looking at guys who are starting to fade off a little bit. Where have they been on the season compared to the last three weeks? I'm going to put out a comprehensive list come this week because we're not doing a heat check show on Saturday. So we are going to be doing a, a temperature check. We're going to be like hot guys because obviously we want to talk about the hot guys and the ice cold guys. So look for that on Saturday morning. We'll put it that up through the Insight uh, Fantasy Sports Network. Make sure you like and subscribe. It's all on the buttons below right now in the screen. Like and subscribe to all things at Insight Fantasy Sports and it's at Insight F Sports. It's right above my head, right here. You can't miss it. Or if you're driving in your car, just maybe pull over for a second. Be like, that's some good advice. I should do that. It covers me for all the sports that I love. Make sure you do that one right now because right now what we're going to get into is we are going to get into our preview for the games that are coming ahead. And it's not so much a weekly preview than it is a daily preview. And it's only a three game day tomorrow. And it breaks my heart for that. As again, per the schedule, we only have three games. But this is the schedule. If you listen to the pods earlier this week and shout out to Matrix because we do the should we do the crossover every week where we focus on this one? There were some teams that this is where the juice comes good. You juice on the Bucks and the Timberwolves come good. They've played three games since Monday um, with this whole situation. They played on Monday, Tuesday. They had the respite and they came back in for this one today as well. So they got three games out of them and two of them were the low volume games. That was the Bucks and the, and the Bucks and the Timberwolves. The other team on Tuesday 
And tomorrow on the Thursday is the Portland Trailblazers. But again, the Portland Trailblazers have played the Minnesota Timberwolves and they played the Minnesota Timberwolves the other day as well on our low volume day. So that wasn't so great for them. It didn't turn out very, very well. Um, for the Trailblazers, they got smoked. Uh, DeAndre Ayton had a huge one. But it's also a game where they could rear. So let's just check out injury reports, especially in our daily leagues. Uh, one of the guys that I liked earlier uh, for a possible pickup in the play for this three-game series was uh, McDaniels. Now, he had an absolute woeful sinker. He went zero from seven. Jaden was horrible. Zero from seven. If I hope you were punting field goal percentage that week. Uh, if you weren't punting field goal percentage, um, whoops because he was zero from seven from the floor, zero from three. The two rebounds and one block shot in his 24 minutes were absolutely shithouse from him. He can be a lot better. He can be good. I know I picked up Kyle Anderson the other day. He was great for three throw percentage for me, six from six from the line, one from three from the field. But what I like from Kyle is he's a distributor in the second unit. He can get some rebounds. He can get some steals and blocks. He didn't offer any peripherals. So we're looking for guys like that who played well the other day. Uh, another name that was very hot on some waiver-wise, depending on the depth of your league is Mike Connolly. He was two from seven the other day. Uh, he won't be that bad. It is Mike Connolly. And a guy that's been out and is probably out tomorrow is Scoot Henderson. We're looking for guys like Jabari Walker and Duop Reith. We're just going to check the report closer today as well to see if uh, DeAndre Ayton is going to play because he could take a rest just before it. And let's be honest, he is a headache or an illness. And these things kind of creep into the lineups just before these kind of times. Anthony Edwards, for example, is questionable. So guys like Nikhil Alexander-Walker can get a bit more of a bump for the Timberwolves tomorrow. Currently probable is Scoot Henderson with a foot sprain, but they might err on the side of caution with him. Other major outs for tomorrow's games in Golden State is we know that Chris Paul is still out. Now, I was asked today, like, is Chris Paul a stash? Well, yeah, if you're going to win your week 17, you kind of got to look at it at this point. But if you have an IL spot, because he's going to be reevaluated, he could be missing the next four to six games. And that brings you close into week 18. So how competitive are you? Are you leading your league? Are you top four in your league? Okay, cool. How top four are you in the league? I'll get, look, I'll call out my own personal league sometimes just to use it as an example. Uh, I've got to go into my friends and family league also into one of our insight leagues because that is getting incredibly competitive come the final. But I'll go into my friends and family one. I was talking with Skitty about this before. We just did an FBI basketball. Shout out to our good mate uh, at Adam King as well, at Adam King 91 uh, Shout out to him in that one. Skitty and I at Skitty IFS from here in the team. Huge pod with the AFL tonight with Mickey Dell. Absolutely massive with uh, the Horses for Courses team reveal in the AFL. Huge AFL podcast, that one. Absolutely loved it. Now, this is rivalry week in ours, and number one is cl clear. Shout out to my mate, Ken. Massive season for him. Made a trade at the beginning of it. Don't regret it at all. He's just winning the league this year. Now, I've fought through some injuries and drafting Jarmoran late, and he's clearly at number one with 85 wins on the season. He's at 85, 58, and one. So this isn't a league where it's a like a weekly, if you win, you go through. It's a, on, on wins that get you there. And I kind of like those leagues more than if you win a week or lose a week because the week you lose, you might lose 5-4. And it might be on something shithouse. Like I lost a week 5-4 this year and I was up 5-4 before my last player who usually has a plus nine, like a 900 field goal percentage. He only shot one free throw for the, for the game or two free throws and he made one and he missed one. And I lost out on free throw percentage by 0 0.0. 
like five or zero point something. It was like one shot. Like had he made one of the two, he would have won. And that happened for two weeks in a row, five fours. So I do kind of like if you like the games that you can win to accumulate over time because five four is super competitive, whereas just winning the week, it doesn't indicate how competitive the league is for me. Like, oh, you what? You won at nine zero in a nine? You won at like six to two in an ACAT? Cool. You won. You get one point. The other person gets zero. I think it should be on how competitive you built your team overall. So always like that. So back to this one. It's 85, 58, and one. Second, and this is where it gets a bit chaotic, and I'll talk about wins. Second place is 75 wins. Third is 74 wins. Fourth is 73 wins. Fifth is 71. And now it gets a little bit even sicker. So a fourth is 73, fifth is 71, sixth is 70, seventh is 69, eighth is 70 because they've tied one. That's crazy. And then the ninth ranked who's just outside that is at 67 wins. And then 10th is 67, 11th is 67th, and 12th is 66 wins. So that is five games. This is how competitive it is. It is five games that separates the last placed 66th team who's been injury ravaged this year to making the playoffs at eighth with 70 wins. That is four games. And you can win that in your leagues. You can come back from talk to that. If that is how competitive that your league is, this goes back to the advice, trade, reagent sign, get on your waivers, target your guys, Get over the edge in week 17. Win 5-4. Like, that's fine. 5-4 is going to get the job done at this point because if the guy who was at number four or at number five or at number six loses like 7-2 and you win four, that's two games that you make up. And if your 66 wins is at 12 and to get into the playoffs is 70 right now, that's only two. You make up two wins. And if that happens with three or four guys across your league, don't, don't be passive. Get aggressive. You can shape your fantasy destiny if you move forward for that one. So those are making the ways off that one for tomorrow with the uh, Trailblazers and the Timberwolves. We can look to stream in there. As we said as well, the other guys to pick up in for our teams tomorrow, we, we were looking initially for some guys who were playing in the, the triple games. But if you didn't pick up any of those from either the Bucks, again, we can pick up guys like Beasley, uh, Portis in there. Pat Connaughton, the lesser Pat. For the Grizzlies, there's some value there. Gigi Jackson is still available in a lot of wise, and he had an absolute rip snorter of a game today. So shout out to Gigi Jackson. He is available in a lot of Yahoo leagues. He has shaped it very quickly with the back-to-back set. I will bring up Gigi's thing because there was some, I know a guy in as well who absolutely dropped Gigi Jackson, who dropped Jared Jackson because they saw JJ. But, Jared, but Gigi got picked up, and he is up to only 34%. Now, he had a massive one today after resting again, but 8 and 15, 500 from the line, but 20 points and nine rebounds. If you need points, you can pick GG up. And the three blocks, let's be honest, that's a little bit sexy. So he's got another game on tomorrow as well. He has gone up 5% in the last day. On the back-to-back, people looking for him today. They've rode that out. They're looking to capitalize tomorrow. He could be available in your league. You can bring it up for a one-day stream. This is where if you've got a couple of streams, bring in them. It's a low-volume day. So you're looking for the best of these guys. The Warriors on a back-to-back pinch after 
huge game today versus the Clippers. Like that was an absolute rip snorter of a game today versus the Clips. They went down 125 to 130 versus the Clippers, but we can get some fantasy gold out of that. We can look for pod today was massive, 25 points, eight assists, seven rebounds, and a steal. Pod is a bring in in league. He can bring in it. Dario Saric was shit house today. We don't want to look there. Gary Payton, if you need some, some defensive stats, usually you can bring him in. Wasn't that very good today. And, um, Wiggins is still available in leagues and he's been back and starting and playing better. Why don't you pull Wigo in? You know, yes, he's Wiggins and he, he made a sick to begin the year, but right now he is definitely a rosterable guy. Look, in 12 teams, he, especially on a low volume day, why not? If you've got your worst player there and he's sitting, drop, drop him, pick it up, be aggressive. In the Jazz, we're looking for these guys to give us some value. They obviously, again, are on a back-to-back set after going down against the Lakers today. Big game for the Lakers, especially without LeBron James. A massive one, especially. But Anthony Davis, like, he is having an absolute rip-snorter of a season. Two blocks, one assist, 15 rebounds on top of the 37 points. But let's not disparage one Mr. Rui Hachimura. A game of games for this bloke today. 36 points, flowers off for him. He was my absolute take it to the bank, bonus bank player of the day. And don't forget, if you like to take it to the bank, get onto bonus bank. They teach you how to make the absolute most out of all of your betting odds. You want those bet refunds. You want those bonus bets. You want to make sure you can get that cash back if you do the same game multi on a certain game, on a certain day, on a certain horse, at a certain race. Well, Bonus Bank will teach you how to do that on minimum risk to make the most money possible. And if you use promo code INSIGHT, you get 25% off your first month subscription. Make sure you check out the link below and get part of Bonus Bank. But yeah, Rui Hachimura was my Bonus Bank player of the day. 36 points on waiver wise. I've actually got to, I'm going to check this right now. Hachi, the Hatchmeister, was, he is, I believe, under 20% owned. Yeah, 18% owned. He has gone up 5% in the last day. He has played three great games now in a row. For points and threes, we love to see that. He gets a few cheeky rebounds. The one problem with me with Rui is this. I like him when he's playing defense in the Lakers system and he's getting me a cheeky block or a cheeky steal. He's had no steals in the past four games. He's had three blocks in the last four, which is nice. You can get that here and there off the waiver wire. But I do want to see some more from him. But the field goal efficiency has been absolutely huge. The free throw percentage, though, has been inconsistent. Make sure if you bring him in. He did it on volume, too. So four of five today, 800 is great. But one from four last game was a little bit off with 500, one from two the last game before that one. So that's a little bit of a, an iffy one there for Rui. But I like Hachimura on the Lakers, and he does have more of a role in this team. And he can give some more juice. I saw a great meme where it was like Drake pointing out to someone. I was like, I was like oh. It was like Rui explaining to Darvin Ham that he should play more minutes. It was like, Ham was like. And that's pretty much what it is. We've also got to remember how good this bloke was in the run to the playoffs for the Lakers and in the playoffs for them last year. An absolute spark plug. So he is available uh, for when the Lakers are playing back-to-backs. Let's look for an update for Cam Reddish closer to after the All-Star break and to see what's happening there. But again, we've got guys on that back-to-back game today from that. Now, Kelly Olynyk has gone out of town, so everyone was like, oh, who's going to be the major beneficiaries here? Who's going to be the major beneficiaries here? So everyone was thinking it's going to be Hendricks. Everyone was going to talk about it was Walker Kessler. 
And obviously it was. Walker Kessler tonight, six from 13 from the floor, three blocks for him, 12 points, seven rebounds and assists. Very nice. Colin, John Collins has been very dependable for these guys lately, but Taylor Hendricks and his 16 minutes tonight, we like this from him. Four from nine, the one from six from three we don't like, but there was absolutely nothing in the box score. We like to see him getting minutes. We like to see him getting shots, but that's not going to do the juice for you. What's going to do the juice for you is guys like Jordan Clarkson sitting 32% like 32 minutes off the bench as always, but guys like Keontae George who started today instead of Chris Dunn who played 17 minutes, Keontae George 33 minutes, five from nine, seven assists, five rebounds and two steals, 13 points. God, I love Keontae George. He was kind of one of my sneaky picks at the beginning of the season as a late round flyer. And I'm not going to lie. I didn't hit immediately. I thought he might get some more run. He didn't. But with Obagi being out, these minutes have got to go somewhere. And Keontae George has been an absolute pickup in leagues. He has been doing assists. His inefficiencies, they stem from the other game. Two from 10 last one, four from 11, and six from 11 the game before that. But you can start to see a bit of a trend. If you look at his shots over the past few games, you see 11, 12, 9, 13, 11, 11, 10, 9. So he's starting to make more minutes. You start to see the minutes trend. 27, 22, 21, 25, 27, 30, 29, 33, playing in crunch time, playing down the stretch. This can bode well for you, especially if you're looking for assists. He can contribute cheeky steals occasionally. And the thing that I like about Keontae, for a rookie, he doesn't turn the ball over much. Like He's not giving you three or four turnovers a game. It's like two or three at most. Some it's one, some it's none. So he is owned in 27% of leagues. He's gone up 4% in Yahoo in the past day. So Keontae George for me continues to be a winner and someone who we can definitely stream in for our game tomorrow as we want to attack the last game set in all of these ones here. Um, I think he profiles well for the rest of the season as well. He's been doing it on the court. The team is speaking him up. He's starting their move Chris Dunn, Dunn to the bench. So I think this is the most juice we can grab out of all of these teams for tomorrow. If you've got a guy, Shed, Santi Aldama, here's an ad. Bring him to your team. We never know who's going to be good or bad or ugly for the Grizzlies because that's what they do. They've just been doing it. Jaron Jackson Jr. has been fantastic minutes-wise lately, but he could be pulled. Luke Kennard is questionable. Santi Aldama is questionable. Jaron Jackson Jr. is questionable. So Scotty Pippa Jr., Gilliard, and Trey Jemison. Oh, Jake LaRavia is questionable. Who's going to play in this team? Well, it's going to be Concha and Vince Williams for sure because they're the only two starters that are pegged in for this point in time that do not have a questionable tag. And Gigi Jackson. So Gigi Jackson could end up starting. So this is where we look to find this value. Probable tomorrow for the uh, Bucks is Damian Lillard and Giannis. They're probable. So this is where Portis, Connaughton, Pat Bev. Pat Bev especially, if Damian Lillard isn't good to go, gets a massive bump when Damian Lillard is out. Who else are they going to run point guard through this one? They're going to distribute the ball a little bit through Malik Beasley, but we all know he just loves to cook or shoot. This is where we're going to make our make our money for the season by picking up these guys, heading into the All-Star break. Make sure you do that. Make sure you like and subscribe to all things at Inside Fantasy Sports. Get onto the Unlimited. The link is on our Discord below. Like and subscribe at all of the buttons below. I am at MBAG, which you can call me Matty G. And we love having you here. We'll see you all soon. Take care, everyone. Have a great night. Great day. 
and hopefully you win your week 17. We'll catch you soon for the crossover part two on Sunday night. Matty will be back. Matrix is back from his extended Super Bowl holiday. We will catch you then for an absolute cracker. We'll see you soon, guys. Take care.